Hey guys, good morning and welcome back to the Jameer Smith Show podcast, season three. Wow, season three is all I really keep telling myself. Like I'm super excited for all the love, all the support, all of the all of the passion that you guys have really been providing and giving me throughout these last you know, a few seasons. But in addition to you guys have really been showing out with a couple of the comments <laughs> and, um, you know, really the questions. And I really wanted this show to be about creativity. And you guys know, I always talk about uh, staying creative at the end of the show, staying positive, but also staying creative. And a lot of questions have really surrounded around the idea of creativity and you know, questions about individual creativity for myself, for others, expectations. So I'm super excited to really discuss, you know, a, a couple of questions that you guys have sent in. But then also I wanted to put together really this show today to discuss what is creativity and the aspects and essentials of that. So do you think that creativity involves putting your heart and soul into your work or is it more like letting your mind flow freely to witness the surprising results of your actions? I totally believe in putting my heart, my soul, my mind, my body into the creative process. You know, I also think in life, everyone has their own definition of what creativity looks and feels like. I always believe in, for me, that being creative means that I have put every ounce of my being into a project, into my work, and I always want to make sure that I have done my, my best. Whatever my best looks like for me is all that matters. And I think that we always have to be clear about what we feel is our best. Because I think sometimes, you know, other people can judge you for the work and the creative process and the creative things that you do. But I also believe in if you know that you have done your best, then that's all you can do. But I also believe in striving for more. I remember I was having a conversation with, um, you know, someone that reports to me um, at my job. And I, I told him, I said, you know, I know what your goal is. But let's strive for bigger. Let's strive for more. Let's strive for, you know, reaching for the stars because I know you can do it. I've seen your work. I've seen how determined and how focused you are, but also how creative you are with speaking to clients and, you know, building your portfolio. And that was such an amazing opportunity that I was able to see this individual's, individual and others really do a great job and really stretch themselves. I think sometimes we get afraid of really putting ourselves out there and, you know, oh my gosh, I'm afraid if I put my heart and my soul into this work, you know, I may not get an ROI, a return on investment. But the thing is you tried. The opportunity is, oh my gosh, I did my best or I did what was supposed to have been done. However, maybe you did not get the results that you had anticipated, but guess what? You tried. And so at the end of that question, is it more like letting your mind flow freely to witness the surprising results of your actions? I believe in being a planner. You know, I know some people feel, oh my gosh, I can't plan this and that and boo, 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 boo. 
I always feel like in life that you should at least have a plan. Whatever that plan feels and looks like for you is all that matters. And, you know, I've had many conversations with, you know, mentors and people that have always told me, create a vision board. And I just had this conversation yesterday about Issa Rae and I was looking at her Instagram page and I remember a few months ago she had shown on her social media her um, her vision board and how literally every single thing that we have seen her do, even the things that we have not seen her do, have been accomplished on that vision board. And there are a few more things that she still wants to accomplish that were on that board and it's such an eye-opening experience whenever you actually see your dreams and your passions unfold and reveal themselves because it's always about being faithful to God, faithful to the universe, faithful to a higher being and, and really putting yourself out there and being vulnerable to what can and could happen. So shout out to vision boards. And also, you know, I, I always believe in just letting things flow, but also letting things flow with a purpose. So I know that was a very long answer, but that one came from the heart. <laughs> um, what in your personal life has influenced you to choose your career? I was thinking a few months ago on when I was a child, my best friend told me, one of my best friends told me that, do you remember in the third and fourth grade, you were creating magazines and you were doing promotion of different celebrities. And I kind of, I don't even remember the title of, you know, I created like this little magazine with construction, different colorful construction paper and, you know, cutouts of different artists and musicians. And it's interesting how I brought that to fruition and I look at my current career and I feel like life has influenced me to really get to where I am. You know, I think about what does a creative process look like and what it have, what has it looked like for me in my life. And that creative process has really been very transparent, you know, from me working at Walt Disney Studios in the creative field to working at, you know, multiple luxury high end stores and now becoming a very high level executive. And I'm very proud to see the work that I have done throughout the years. But in addition to that, I feel that my personal life has really peeled back layers of what it looks like to be in a marketing field, in a design field, and really creating this podcast and really this platform of creativity. I have just always been a man of what may happen, what could happen, what does a dream look like? And Andre Leon Talley used to say that a lot. Like he used to sit back, you know, when he was young in North Carolina and peel back the pages of Vogue magazine and to look and see where he landed as an icon in the fashion industry. Those are things that don't just happen. You prepare for them. And I'm super excited about how my life has really unfolded, but then also what's to come. Really, what's to come? Do you strive to be unique in your creative endeavors? I have always strived to be different. 
I went through a process, I, I think a few weeks ago, on um, what does it feel and look like to be me? And I'm not a depressed person by any means, but I will say I'm a person, I'm a Pisces, you know, so we're always thinking, you know, our thoughts are always moving and rolling. And, you know, I had said to myself as I was coming home from work, I said, what is it about me that people are like, ah, boo, Jameer or yay, Jameer, is that I have the type of energy that can sit into a room and make people smile. It makes people just open up and be themselves and to discuss life and just love who they are because they see the energy that I exude towards them, towards myself. And I appreciate that. It's a double edged sword, but I think also, you know, these are gifts. These are gifts that God has continuously given me to be a happy person, to smile to always enter to a room respectfully, to introduce yourself, to never judge anyone, but then to always treat everyone fairly and equally. And so I've always strived to be unique in that way because I've always wanted to be a standout guy. I've always wanted to be a respectful man, you know, but in addition to dare to be different, Dare to always want more for yourself, but then always just meet people in the process that can respect you and love you. And, and also just surround yourself around the type of people that do love you, that do respect, you know, what creative process you, you are going through in the moment and that can support you. This world is about support, everybody. I was looking at social media the other day and I was thinking about they were talking about uh, uh, Kanye West and the Yeezys. And beside that post, it was like, you know, a, a a independent, you know, black owned uh, artist. And he wanted to sell some of his paintings. And they said it's interesting how people that don't even know Kanye West will go and support and, and others, not just Kanye, but will support artists and people that they don't even know. But your own people in your backyard, you will not support the people that have known you and you have known for years. It's absolutely astonishing to me because I always see so many people throughout the world that are unique and different. Those are the people that I always want to bring on even to the show. Those are the ones that have a story. Not just the celebrities that we see on television, the ones that have the millions and millions of Instagram followers. What about the people that have 200 followers? What about the people that actually are standing on the corner or are, you know, they're selling T-shirts and paintings and art every weekend on a hustle? They have a story as well. They're unique. Those are the people that I always enjoy surrounding myself around. Have I ever been discouraged? And if so, how did it ever affect my creativity? I will say in my recent years, I have not been discouraged, not even close. I have been inspired. I will say that discouraging moments have definitely surrounded me when it had to come to my my work life. Because I think sometimes you enter into opportunities thinking that, oh my gosh, I've done 
this, this, and that in my life. And, you know, I've accomplished so many things. But when you enter into a new environment and, you know, you're learning in the process, sometimes it is okay just to be still. Not to be discouraged, but just to learn, to sit back, to ask questions. But I, I, I implore people, I encourage people, ask questions. There is never a dumb question. For me, I always like to tell people, you know, I'm a visual learner. You teach me one time, I got it. That's me. I'm very hands on. But you have got to let your employers, your teams, your people, whoever you work with, work for, let them know your management skills, your style, how you like to learn, all of the above. But then in addition to never get discouraged because reality, we're still living in a pandemic, everyone. Hello. And as we see, the numbers are constantly going back up. We always want to make sure that we are staying safe, that we're surrounding ourselves with positive people because we've all and we are all still living through some of the hardest times a lot of us have ever lived through our entire life. And so being discouraged in these moments are a lot. But it is achievable for you to really just look at yourself and say, you know what? I can do it. I can continue to stay creative. I can hit a bump in the road. And it's a learning process. You know, for me, I never want to go through a seamless process in life. I want to make sure that I hit some bumps in the roads or I somewhat maybe feel an ounce of being discouraged. But in the midst of all of that, it means that I have been able to accomplish so much and I've been able to learn so much. And that means that the return on investment is that I have created a project that I have worked my ass off for and I deserve the respect. If you had to start over, would you choose a different path in your career? For Jameer, myself, in third person, <laughs> my answer is no. I am so proud that I have been able to connect with so many people that are as passionate about being creative, that are in the arts field, that are musicians, that are actors, that are designers, that are parents that love what they do. I would never change anything in my entire life because as I continue to grow, I've always said this about, it is always about building relationships. And the relationships that I have built throughout the years, throughout my life, I have been able to build a foundation, a platform. I've been able to make a very strong name for myself. But in addition to my work holds weight. That means that I did a good job. When others can look at your work that don't even know you and say, wow, that was fantastic. I see myself in your work. I understood something that you said. I love a photo that you posted because the imagery was, it was, it's flawless. That means I did a good job. And so when I go back and I think about if I ever had to start over, and choose a different path in my career, I would not. I think there are always things in our lives that we would say, oh my God, I would probably do that and that differently. Possibly. I believe I probably would have traveled more. I would have learned more languages. But it's never too late. 
as I say, myself and a colleague of mine, you know, we're both on Duolingo and we look at each other to really help push each other. You know, when you get to a certain point in age in your life, you're like, oh my gosh, can I go back and learn more things? My inspiration is my mother. That woman can go back and learn a whole new computer program and go back and get a whole nother degree and another master's degree and another, you know, certificate. And I said, you know what? If this woman can do it, I know I can continue to push myself and learn new languages, meet new people, read new books and experience new things in life. And thinking about the things that I have created in my life, is there something that I really hated, but the public may have loved? How do you how do you explain this? And it's interesting. I remember putting out uh, one of my first uh, YouTube videos. And within that video, it was like high to low, how to dress, you know, high to low products. And, you know, I think everyone was just like, oh, my gosh, you're Instagramming. You have all of these high end labels. And And I said, you know what? For me, it's about high low. I am not about to spend all of my good little hard on money in the designer stores. It is about how do I continue to go to a Balenciaga and a Chanel and 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 off white. But then. Of course, mix it up with a Zara and a H&M and, you know, a, a Boohoo Man. Those are pieces that I think are absolutely special. But it's about being creative when you purchase those individual pieces and, and making them look expensive. Heck, even if you don't go to the Balenciagas and on all of those things. I remember making the video out of H&M and how to create like a high-low, um, um, you know outfit for i think it was you know men going to the office women going to uh ladies lunch and you know having girlfriend parties and things like that and i was able to put together like these really really cute you know summer spring outfits in h&m and everyone loved it i was like i thought that was the most absolutely horrific video <laughs> i mean the quality was trash i was talking all over the place And I mean, people were commenting, just saying, oh, my gosh, I got some really good ideas, you know, from your video. And I love a high low. I never thought that I could put this and that together. And so that's why you never know which project really relates to whomever. I always believe in just making the project speaking, even if you hate exactly what you did, someone's going to love it. Put your put your projects out. Because, listen, we only have one life. And I think we see so many of the creatives, you know, go through life and, you know, nothing happens or they die. And we don't get to see their work until they're gone. And I think it's always a beautiful thing to hear from the artist, from the creative himself, herself. You know, this is what my inspiration was. This was my focus. And this is how the project came out. I don't I didn't totally love it, but I'm glad that everyone was able to see it. And respond to it in a way that they loved it. And I will continue to elevate. So, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I like this one. What is your favorite color? And does that color describe you as a person? Hmm. What is my favorite color? I think if I had to choose one favorite color, I would say black. 
I think black, and it's interesting that I say black because I'm such an extroverted person and very open and voice has to be heard, blah, blah. I love black because it's super chic. You know, in my career with my jobs, I've always had to, you know, oh, it's a black suit and, you know, very clean and, and, you know, organized and proper. And it was just one of those things that I've always gotten used to. A black suit, a pair of black pants with some sneakers, a sweater, a black blazer with a T-shirt and some denim. It's something about black that you can just make very much day to evening. It's very clean and chic. But then also you can dress it up and dress it down. It's very much day to evening. So black will definitely be one of my favorite colors. But I will say, <laughs> I don't know if it describes me as a creative. I think there are times that, you know, how I explained it being chic and clean and proper, things like that, you know, that is definitely me. That is definitely how I have elevated and built my platform. But I also, I'm a very colorful person. I'm a person that really loves, you know, uh, blues and pinks and yellows and white and red. And, you know, those are definitely colors that always make me light up and, and that are fun. But of course, if I had to wear something every single day, it would be like a, a classic black. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, wow. What's the best advice that you have been given. I think I've said this before, but I think some of the best advice that I have been given is from a couple of my mentors is stay the course. Um, my parents, uh, keep on living. <laughs> it's for the old schools. Um, never give up. You know, that's, that's from mentors, um, from HR directors. Some of the best advice is, are you sure you want to do that? questioning me wanting more in my career i love that because it made me try and strive harder um i'm proud of you continue building that came from my mentors that came from my brand managers you know these are people that believe in me have believed in me for years support me some people question me that's what makes me think harder on answers to certain things and, and question, you know, why did I do things a certain way and how I could, you know, deviate and do things a different way. So, yeah, I think being able to surround yourself around people that can give you really good advice and you apply them to real life situations, I think is absolutely absolutely amazing um do you critique your own work absolutely i am one of those people that i will stay up i will wake up out of a nap i will wake up out of sleep and i'll say you know what i need to tweak that or i don't like how that font looked or that photo was too small or you know that video sounded good but I, how do we elevate to the next level or you know blah blah and i think that criti critiquing your own work is always a great thing because you always want more for yourself you always want to strive for the next level but i think also you really have to get to the point in your creative process of saying you know what enough i've got to put it out because if you keep critiquing keep critiquing keep critiquing say that three times you know, you'll never get your project out and you'll always see something wrong with it. And so you always have to keep telling yourself, you know what? I'm great. I did good work. 
it's time to release it, whatever the project is, whatever your creative process is, and be done. Put it out into the world and move on to the next thing because life will continue. You want to be able to say, I did a good job. I've been able to go back and adjust and create certain things, but let me move on. Let's see, has rejection ever affected your creative process? I will say not yet. (laughs) because I know rejection is coming. I I believe that uh, rejection is life. Rejection is you, you know, looking back at yourself and saying, you know what? Okay, got it. Let me see how I can be a better person, how I can do different things because, you know, I have been rejected for, you know, opportunities that I have wanted to be a part of, you know, but, uh, the universe had different ideas. And I think you can't force any opportunity to be right for you. The opportunity has to present itself. And you've got to say, you know what? I'm right for that opportunity. I'm right for that process. I want to be a part of that process because they want to be a part of me. So I have definitely been rejected. Not recently, but I have definitely been rejected. And um, it's not a good feeling. You know, because, you know, no one ever in life wants to be rejected. And, you know, we all want to, oh, you know, we love you. That's not reality. Reality is rejection. And so um, building strength, being building, you know, a, a strong mind, a strong spirit, a, a strong piece of love for yourself will get you through those rejections. But in addition to, you know... Never let it affect your creative process because you still got a goal. You still got to focus. Stay the course, as I've always been told. Stay the course. Last few questions. If you could interview a creative person, past or present, who would that person be? I would want to interview a couple of people. James Baldwin, top of the list. James Baldwin has been such an influential person throughout my life from his writing to his paintings to his photography his words everything about James Baldwin has really resonated for people of color LGBTQ plus people but in addition to writers and authors illustrators James Baldwin is just such an influential person in the world that you just want to ask what have you gone through How have you experienced it? How have you been able to move past racism? How have you been able to move past being a black gay man, you know, in your era? How have you been able to understand and and feel what does love look like in your era? How do you how do you get to a point in your life that you are just super comfortable with who you are and travel the world to learn life? I would also like to interview Andre Leon Talley, you know, someone that has been a huge, you know, part of my life. And I say a part of my life because this is a person that's from my hometown. This is a person that has, (laughs) he is a huge footprint in the fashion industry. To see, you know, his story be told on so many platforms, to read his book, to see how creative he is, and how he was and 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 really just <laughs> how he 
how designers loved him, how he was able to just be a tall black gay man in this industry, learning and speaking French fluently and stepping into these fashion showrooms and show houses and speaking his mind and showing, you know, the, the world on what fashion should elevate and look like. And lastly, I would love to <laughs> I would love to have interviewed Whitney Houston. I think Nippy would have been a good time. Whitney Houston has always been, of course, a favorite of mine. But I think her story had so much to be told. You know, the dark times, the love, the music. I would have loved to just seen and experienced her presence but then also to have interviewed a woman who was just an iconic person in this industry, in the world of music, in the world of acting, in the world of just being an iconic, iconic artist. So definitely Whitney Houston. And last question, if you had the chance to live during a different artistic movement other than now, which one would you choose? Huh. I believe I would always have chosen um, probably the 60s, you know, to see the fashion in the 60s, to see the racism in the 60s, the movements, the resistance, to see um, black folk, you know, moving through the world of um, <laughs> moving through a world of racism, of love, of understanding their sexuality um, the beauty of blackness, the movement of music, of fashion, architecture, uh, travel. It's just, I feel like the 60s were just an era of, of unpronounced, unequivocal, just love of black folk, passion and struggle it's just that that would have been an era that I would have loved to have been a part of. So I appreciate you guys so much. You know, the creative world, there's so many more questions that, you know, I'm bringing on. It's going to be a super busy week. I'm bringing on some amazing creatives this week. You know, we're going to have um, a, a, a person that is out of California this week who is really going to get us on our feet and understanding how to get back during the pandemic. You know, how do we work out our bodies, our minds, our spirits? In addition to, I'm bringing on an amazing mom who has created this amazing brand that everyone is going to want to purchase. And then also, I have a fan favorite that we're bringing back next week and the week after as well to promote an event that's going on that has already sold out. So uh, sorry about that, but, um, you know, wanted to bring them back on the show to talk about, you know, what are the expectations for this next event that they're doing. And um, I'm so happy that you guys have been a part of this ride, man. Like, you know, these first few episodes are me getting back into the swing of things after our little hiatus, uh, some uh, little break that we had, but then also me trying to answer all of these questions it's it's such an amazing opportunity and experience to 
interact with you guys and to ask you know questions and answer questions that um you guys send in to me but then also questions that i see that definitely relate to who i am as as a creative as well so thank you guys so much as always we say stay positive and always stay creative and guys thank you so much for listening to the jameer smith show podcast season three